The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week we discuss Powell's Senate testimony, the yield curve, and dining out. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. On Thursday, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell spoke to lawmakers and reaffirmed the central bank's expectation to continue raising interest rates this year. What specifically did Powell say regarding rates? And what were his comments on the health of the banking industry? Powell told the Senate Banking Committee, quote, The strong majority of the committee, talking about the FOMC, believes that it will be appropriate to raise the federal funds rate again once or twice by the end of the year, end quote. Powell's comments came amid other rate hikes announced on Thursday, underlying the determination of policymakers worldwide to bring down inflation. In the UK, where inflation is twice as high as it is in the US, the Bank of England raised rates by 50 basis points to 5%. Norway and Switzerland also hiked rates to levels not seen for well over a decade. Regarding the prospect of higher capital requirements for the largest U.S. banks, Powell said that new proposals from the Fed on that subject would not affect lenders with fewer than $100 billion in assets. Quote, the capital requirements will be very skewed to the eight largest banks. For community banks and any banks under $100 billion, I don't think they're going to be part of this proposal. So we're really talking about, principally, the very largest banks, and to a lesser extent, the regionals, and then the banks between 100 and 250 billion, end quote. The regional banks that were seized by regulators earlier this year, including Silicon Valley Bank, would all fit into that last category. Following the failure of SVB, Powell said there's a clear need to strengthen both supervision and regulation of banks of that size, and that the Fed needs to take lessons from the failure. Quote, I am personally committed to learning the right lessons from what happened in Silicon Valley Bank and the other two failures. We're going to take appropriate measures to reduce the chances that something like that would have. End quote. A proposal from the Fed on new bank regulations is expected this summer. After Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell's commitment to continue raising interest rates, short-term rates climbed, a signal that bond investors are concerned over a potential U.S. recession. Why should you care about the yield curve? When coupon payments on shorter-term Treasury bonds exceed the interest paid on longer-term bonds, the result is an inverted yield curve. The yield curve inverted last year, and that trend persists. While far from a certainty, a yield curve inversion is a potential indicator of an economic recession. After Powell's comments, 
yields on two-year treasuries exceeded those on 10-year notes by about one percentage point. The difference between the yield on two- and 10-year treasuries, which has inverted before each of the past five U.S. recessions, is now the most since March of this year. The inversion of the 2 and 10 spread had widened to over 110 basis points on March the 8th, the most since the 1980s, which saw spreads as high as 200 basis points. Since March of this year, that spread narrowed after the collapse of a few regional banks led people to believe that the Fed could potentially start cutting rates. As we know, the Fed has no immediate plans to lower rates, and while an inverted yield curve has historically been an indicator of a recession, a remarkably durable economy means that we haven't seen one, despite the curve being inverted for almost a year. The next six to eight months will be crucial in how the economy responds to both previous and continued rate hikes. Take that time to revisit your portfolio's risk and your ability to take advantage of opportunities to invest. The stock of Darden Restaurants Incorporated, owner of Olive Garden, Longhorn Steakhouse, and Ruth's Chris, fell 3% on Thursday after the company posted better-than-expected quarterly profit, but guidance that fell short of expectations. Trends in dining out give insight into consumer spending. So what did we learn? The company's same-store sales increased slightly, led by a strong performance from Longhorn Steakhouse. But Olive Garden, which accounts for roughly 45% of Darden sales, reported a weaker-than-expected performance for the quarter. Darden President and CEO Rick Cardenas said, quote, We had a solid quarter to conclude a strong year in which we met or exceeded our financial outlook, despite a tough operating environment, end quote. Specifically, fine diners spent less on alcohol, a trend that Darden is expecting to continue, but the company also views its consumer as being, quote, pretty strong overall. Looking ahead, the company expects to raise prices by about 4% in response to rising costs, particularly for labor. Darden also lowered expectations for 2024 profit and revenue. One analyst who follows the company said, quote, softening traffic trends bear monitoring, end quote. Darden stock has gained almost 16% year-to-date. Next week, market-moving economic data is released. We will discuss the impact behind consumer confidence, jobless claims, and retail inventories. Join us next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.